The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now, here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. I'm calling the angels down. I'm storming the gates of hell. Tell the devil he don't own my soul. I'm taking back what the enemy stole. Oh, oh, oh. That is today's topic. What did the enemy steal from us? Well, one of the things he stole was our children. And I think that's probably the worst thing that could have happened in this country and in this world. To take God out of the schools, take the Bible and make it a a bad book, to invent hate laws which are, 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 are not necessary in most cases, but it's exactly what the enemy took from us. Now, Bob, I've said many times that we basically, God was taken out of the schools, what, in the early 60s, late 60s, something like that? Sounds right. What? That sounds right. I don't, I, yeah. I was in school the 60s in public education, and I don't remember any reference to God or any Bible reading or yeah. prayer. Well, and I, I wish I could take the devil by the horns and look in his face and say, you failed. You have failed our children. We as parents will take the number one responsibility, but buddy, you're number two. The experiment has failed. It's time to put God back into public schools. Will that ever happen? Well, if we continue to grow with Christian education and Christian schools and Catholic schools, it may just be government schools that go out of business, that Satan takes them out of the game completely, and then he will leave them to us, the followers of Jesus, and go back to educating our own children. I'm in Omaha now, Bob, and uh, it's so great to have you on the phone specifically today because in one of the Bible studies I'm in, a guy by the name of Ralph, he's a grandparent, he is so sick and tired of government schools, especially when they're having books in a, a junior high, in a high school, oh yeah, in grade schools that are teaching things that aren't Christian. And I'm not talking about you need to teach all about Jesus uh, in, in, a, in a school, but I am talking about what you don't teach. And he's going to run for school board here this year, and it's because there's a big controversy about a book called Boys Aren't Blue. And it's an LGBTQ-based uh, book, and as some of the people who read it um, turned around and went to a board meeting or a board, a school board meeting and read some of the things out of the book. Now, the, the, um, uh, the board did not know 
what the book was. He did not, they did not know what book this was being read by or read from. And he would use lines in the book and then ask them the question, don't you think that's kind of pornographic? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, everybody agreed. Then he'd read another line. Don't you think that's pornographic? Oh, my gosh, yet I, I never let my kids read that. Well, then he held up the book. And he held up the binding first so they could all see that it came out of their high school library. When they had a board meeting about it, which is where this all happened, it was recorded and all of their board meetings were on YouTube. But for some reason, that day when they finally took the vote to leave that book, Boys Aren't Blue, in their public schools, somehow it's like Richard Nixon and the Watergate tapes. The part that talked about the Boys Aren't Blue disappeared. There's no recording of it. And we're allowing the um, unbiblical teaching. I, I'm not going to call them wicked or evil or anything like that. It's just not biblical. And there ought to be some type of biblical teachings in our school. What would you do if you were in uh, superintendent again at a Christian school and a book like that? would come up and, and, and bite you in the backside. Why, why can't that educational system over here in Papillion just take the book out? Just, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because it's got pornographic scenes about how a boy and a girl are involved in the LGBT community, including sex. That would never make it, it should never make it into a Christian school. There, there's a Christian lifestyle statement that every uh, teacher, every administrator, every parent signs that these are the are doctrines of the of the of Christianity, the Orthodox Christianity, and a book like that would have no place in a Christian school library. Uh, if they want to put those books in a public school library and set them off to the side and put warnings out there, that's up to the parents to decide what they want to do, but. I really shame on that school for not recording or leaving the full recording up. They were they didn't want to be revealed for what they were doing there. And thank God for people like Ralph. Man, run for school board. That, I think that's one of the th best things you could do. Be involved because I think school board members have an even greater influence than do national legislators. I mean, you're at the grassroots. You're right at the at, right at the point where you're making policy and you're holding the educators uh, responsible for what you expect could be happening in the in the public schools. I don't think that public schools are going to go out of business. Uh, I think that you're seeing a resurgence of homeschooling and faith-based schools. The enrollment is especially with states that have choice uh, initiatives where they can transfer their monies and those monies follow them to the to the non-public schools. I mean, I think you're going to see that continue until the public schools decide, okay, we're going to remove all that ideology and all that indoctrination stuff, all this, all the cultural influences, and we're just going to teach the basics of education, and we're going to help our kids be prepared for the future. I mean, did you know that in a public school that you can have Bible in the public school? There are legal Bible courses for students after school. You can't do it during the school day, but I would encourage parents to explore those possibilities and See if they can implement those kinds of programs in, in even in the public schools. Well, and I would add to that, if you are an educator, 
and you're a Christian, or you are a student at a school and you follow Jesus, start an after-school club. Start a Bible study. Let, let the other kids look at you carrying around your Bible and just wait for somebody to say, what's that book? Well, it's the Bible. Really, what does it say? And that's the greatest introduction to sharing your testimony you could ever have. So what that's does the Bible say? That's excellent counsel to your, to your audience. I mean, that, that's what all of us should be doing as Christians. I mean, the culture, I mean, there's so many strange worldviews that are out there. We live in a post-Christian world. It's no longer post-modern. There's not very many people know much about the Bible anymore. So you say that, what if kids took back the, the high schools through Bible studies after school, which are legal, and and as you say, other kids were drawn to that. And what if what if they became great evangelists on those campuses and all of a sudden, I mean, that's through revival. Revival can happen, right? Revival could change the public schools. God can do anything. God is yeah. able to do, I'm not discounting it. I still think, though, that the, the bringing the Bible, bringing God back into school, that ship has already sailed short of revival. Now, again, I, I would smile broadly if revival occurred and those schools were taken back by Christ. Well, you look at something else that the schools have done, which I think is just, I think it's crappy. They now have athletic contest games basketball football whatever on sunday morning as you drive to church on a sunday you'll go by a public or private uh, baseball diamond or a football a field or something and, and there will be two teams facing each other and if you can't show up on sunday morning you don't get to be on the team now, if, if that isn't just a way to send the message that so, uh, going to church and being part of a community of followers uh, is no longer important, I, I, I can't believe what else there would be that these educational systems could do. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, we purposely with our own kids, I, I just would not, I would not leave church on a Sunday if my daughter had a Sunday uh, soccer match. She was a very talented athlete, track and field and soccer in particular. And I, I just refused to, to buy into that. I mean, that that's a different change in the culture. And I think that's really influencing our culture and the church has become less priority. It definitely happened during COVID. A lot of people who were actually church attenders, they didn't come back. And that's another thing that I think needs to happen. Christians need to get more involved in witnessing, to be involved, and do it in a gentle, respectful, but firm way. Invite your neighbor to come to church. I mean, that's the number one way that you can get people to church, come to church. And we, we're hesitant about doing that. I, the body of Christ needs to, to take back uh, the culture in that respect, in a gentle and respectful and a winsome way, uh, not 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 do Christian nationalism or through politics, but, you know, let's be the body of Christ. Dr. Stouffer, one last question before we end our time together today. And by the way, I thank you very much. And I, I hope you'll come back on the program again. It's my pleasure. And I will anytime. Here's my last question. How can we, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, aunts and uncles, cousins, neighbors, how can we all be involved in the enhancement of education in government schools? What should we do? Yeah, we need to be involved. You can't be. You can't take your 
hand off the wheel or your foot off the gas. If, for example, if you're a, if you've got kids in a public school, you have got to be heavily involved and actively interested in what they're learning. And they've got to be able to trust you to be able to be honest with you because some of the kids are going to know they're learning things at the school that are not biblical and they're be, going to be hesitant to uh, share that with you at the dinner table, for example, that night when you ask what's going on in school. So the first thing you need to do as a parent or a grandparent is you need to build the trust and a relationship with your children and grandchildren so that they will be open and honest with you and then be involved. You know, homeschool families are obviously directly involved and you shouldn't be disinvolved in a Christian school either. You can't necessarily know that Christian schools are going to do the right thing. So be actively involved and be involved in uh, what's going on as you read about things in the news, if you're hearing crazy things that are happening, like Ralph, run for school board. But be a supporter of all forms of education. You don't have to speak against uh, one or the other. If people, That's the great thing about our country. We have choice. And my choice, my desire is to promote Christ-centered education, biblically-directed education. But I, as, I, as you've heard me before in these other segments say, I want public schools to succeed. I want the homeschools to succeed. And I'm going to say it again with emphasis. Every child deserves a high-quality education no matter their parents' choice. So let's work hard to make sure that all of those choices are first class and the kids are learning and they're, they're ready to live an abundant life that Jesus Christ talks about in the Bible. Dr. Bob Stouffer has been my guest today. I appreciate your time. If you'd like to reach out to Bob, uh, send me an email, and I will forward it to him. My email is mac, M-A-C, like macaroni, at theviewfromapew.com. So that's mac, M-A-C, like macaroni, at theviewfromapew.com. Dr. Bob, nice talking to you again. Thank you very much for uh, being a part of this program today, and we hope to have you on again. And I will, uh, I'm actually going to have Ralph on uh, to give him a little support for him running for uh, the school board uh, because he's not a, uh, he, he's a former military person. And he, he, he's not trying to win office or be in politics. He's trying to stop the wrong that's being done in Papillion High School and in high schools all over the country, and that is to say LGBTQ can be taught in schools. And I don't know too many people who would agree with that, but too many people are silent. Bob, thank you very much. Appreciate you being uh, on with us today. I'll tell you right now that uh, I want to thank our sponsor. We have an international sponsor called DivineTruthChristian.com. And it is everything you want Christian, but it's in a catalog on your computer. And by the way, when you decide you're going to buy something and have it shipped to you, you'll talk to a human. It's DivineTruthChristian.com. And thanks for listening. Where you'll find more.